It's a goal! He's done it! Yeah, what a shot! This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Just Sports. Hello and welcome to Just Sports, uh, your weekly roundup of what's happening in the world of sports. We took a break last week because it was Diwali and uh, as usual, Mr. Rahul Puri was very busy. Mr. Puri, good morning. Good morning, good morning, sir. Good morning. I, I'm so glad we've been able to find some time from your busy schedule, sir, to, to, to record this week. No, it was last week was Diwali and uh, happy Diwali to all our listeners, uh, by the way. Happy Diwali, guys. Yes, and um, you know this week uh, I'm in uh, I'm in Zurich, so uh, it's uh, a little difficult to coordinate times. Yes, and I'm in Andheri, so from Andheri to Zurich, we are covering all sports. We have a lot to talk about uh, uh, this week. A lot of a lot of unhappy things to talk about. That is right, a lot of unhappy things. So we're going to look back at the Premiership and the weekend that happened. Uh, Manchester United, Liverpool both played some wonderful football and... Fantastic, so fantastic. That's true, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how difficult is it now to manage a EPL team because managers seems to be just falling like nine pills. We're going to talk about uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. He has again been voted the FIFA Player of the Year. And we are going to talk about Lewis Hamilton. You know, he's on the verge of a fourth, you know, title and that's... That's really, really something. So, yeah, Rahul, I mean, the weekend. Uh, Manchester United played like shites. Liverpool played like Liverpool. So... First of all, let's let's uh, let's start with Manchester City, shall we? Um. <laughs> That's true, actually, you know. Manchester City, Rahul, I mean, is it, is it like safe to say now that this season is going to be their season? Well, I think it's looking like it. I think the only team that anybody can see... Uh, being able to live with them at the moment is is Tottenham, but Tottenham are, uh, you know, now the, that they've got over what seems to be their their Wembley hoodoo, uh, and they got over it in fine style. But you know, Manchester City just seem to be a different class. I, I wrote um, that after uh, United lost on the weekend and, and City went five points clear. That at the moment, City just just feel like they're in, they're playing a different league. You know, they they. They don't have any of the problems that the other big clubs uh, have. They're, they're dispatching teams home and away. Um, they're scoring goals. They're 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 defending well. Uh, they're defending in numbers, which is um, uh, very very important. Um, and uh, you know, barring an absolute meltdown, um, you can see them running away with this, can't you? Yeah, I think I think more than more than that also, Raul. I mean, none of the other teams seem to have got their act together. I mean, Chelsea seems to be struggling. I mean, there is a lot of talk in the in, in the in the British media about how Conte is hanging on, you know, by a thread. And the Watford game, you know, exposed them, even though they won the game. Liverpool is 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 not getting their act together. United, it seemed like at the beginning of the season would get it together, but they seem to be stuttering. So there is no competition and City, I think Guardiola has just got the Barcelona, you know, kind of football to City and they are rampaging right now and honest to God, barring a slew of injuries, Rahul, I don't see anybody challenging them for the title this year for sure. You know, it's... Yeah, I mean, I also think that it brings home um, how important it is to have that that big competitive squad. See, United have started to stutter because they've had a few injuries. Liverpool ha- have never really got going because they've got injuries. And injuries play a, a, a lot, especially when you have squads that 
perhaps have different levels, you know, in, in terms of the quality of the players. Now, Manchester City, for all their firepower and all the money that they've spent, quite frankly, um, you know, there are they do have some players that they're definitely going to miss. But generally speaking, they, they're able to paper over those cracks with the fact that they've got so many so many people sitting on the bench. I mean, they've got a... I think the, 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 the two things that, you know, uh, Manchester City has done this season, Raul, is that they've found a way to get multiple goal scorers. You know, there are people who are scoring goals from different positions. You know, that's the one thing that's, that's working for them. Kevin De Brown's, you know, form is working for them. And he's... he's, he's patched up the defence. The defence of Manchester City today is is rock solid. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a problem that nobody's talking about, which is, you know, a great thing for Pep because, you know, last season, that's everybody, that's the thing that everybody wanted to talk about was, was Man City's defence. But, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, it, it's, 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 it's too early for it to be all over, of course. I mean, there's November, December, which is historically a difficult time for, for all teams. Um, and the matches come thick and fast. But uh, having said that, I think that, um, really, uh, City look far better than everybody else at the moment. And it would be a major surprise if they don't run away with it. Absolutely, Rahul. And um, moving on from Manchester City, I mean, even if you don't discuss Liverpool and United because they're... Pro- they're- oh, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm more than happy to discuss Liverpool. But the point is, is that uh, how many times am I going to say the same things over and over again? Um, Which is why I was being kind at saying, let's move on. <laughs> I mean, the point is people people are going to get sick and tired of me hearing uh, the same thing over and over again. You fix a team, you build a team from the back. You do not build a team from the front. I don't care what anybody says, that's the way you build a team. And at the moment, Liverpool are a team that, quite frankly, if you they're the reverse they're a reverse Jenga in the sense that they've got no strength at the back. And so, you know, they're they're prone to falling apart. They're from, prone to collapsing. Manchester United have a have a have a different a different problem. Their problem is that sometimes they can be a bit one-dimensional, they can be a bit blunt. So they've got a different problem um, altogether. The point here is is that you you take Arsenal, you take Liverpool, you take Chelsea, you take Manchester United, uh, and to a degree you take Spurs. All of those teams have genuine problems. One, Rahul, the one thing that I want to point out over here is I think Manchester United, for me, the problem right now also is that, you know, I feel Jose Mourinho tries to switch tactics in every game, you know, and why why would you do that when you have a team that is playing free football? Why did he have to change his tactics in the Liverpool game? He should have gone out there. I, I think that's Jose's thing, isn't it? You know, he, he tries to be too clever sometimes and I, I think that he was a little too clever yeah no I completely agree with you Rahul I mean I didn't think that he had to change his tactics in the Liverpool game not at all not at all he not didn't all. have to do, he didn't have to do it at all he, he had to he had to go out and attack but I think that you know he lost a couple of players uh, to injury and I, I think that he then felt oh you know what let's change the tactic let's switch it up come on I mean even if even if he had come back with a defeat at Liverpool big deal I mean that's what it's, it's, I, I just feel that, you know, when you tinker with the team formation and you tinker with the mentality of the players too much, 
it does affect their performance and that's what is the problem you know Manchester United fans uh, throughout the 90s and, and 2000s were spoiled by Alex Ferguson and Ferguson had one way of playing you know whether he was going to play uh, with his most experienced team or he was going to play with his um, you know a bunch of kids that he decided to throw in in the League Cup Manchester United played one single way Jose Mourinho is not that kind of manager and I think that United fans need to to, to understand that that this is stuff that he's going to do okay so we'll, we'll, we'll just you know we'll just have to learn to live with it but, but what about the managerial crisis Raul I mean Everton has sacked their manager Leicester City sacked their manager they're saying Conte might be you know on his way out because it could be that Conte could also lose his job I mean it's really difficult to manage an EPL team. You do not know when your head will be on the block. But there's massive pressure. I mean, part of the problem, Summer, is is that most of these clubs are not owned by... They're not, they're not owned by... Without sounding terribly jingoistic about this, they're not owned by British um, uh, people anymore. They're, they're owned by foreign entities or foreign businessmen or, or whatever it is. Now, perhaps they don't understand football as well as they should perhaps they don't understand uh, the premiership as well as they should and so there's an awful lot of pressure on managers now Ronald Koeman quite frankly is a separate situation to Craig Shakespeare at Leicester who I don't think got a fair enough shake all right Leicester suffer now from the fact that you know they won the premiership two years ago and all of a sudden their owners think that they're a club in the league of the top six but Leicester are not a club in the league of the top six and um, any expectation that every every season Leicester are going to ch- challenge for the title is just ridiculous um, Ronald Koeman on the other hand took a big gamble he spent a lot of money um, at Everton on a lot of players uh, and uh, they've started terribly um, so you can understand that Kuman sacking. I, I really can understand. I think I think Ron Kuman was was unable to you know uh, come up with a goal scorer because that's what the problem Everton is facing. And he thought maybe Rooney would be the man to do it. But you know Rooney is no longer the goal scorer that Everton needed, and Everton is not getting the goals. But you know, on a not just that, but I mean, I think that when, you know, all managers need to understand that football is a business. And if you go out and spend 150 million and for a club like Everton to go out and spend 150 million, if there aren't almost instant returns on that, then you're under pressure. And and Kuman, you know, for all for all he did for Everton, uh, you know, he, he wasn't somebody who ever endeared himself to the fans. I don't think the fans are going to be up in arms over the appointment, but... As with everything, you know, if you get rid of somebody, the question is, who are you going to bring in? And, uh, you know, a lot of talk is that Everton are going to bring Sean Dyke in from uh, from from Burnley. I, I think that would be a very good appointment, quite frankly. But whether Sean Dyke at this point is in a position to move from Burnley, who are doing very, very well, uh, to Everton, who are undoubtedly a bigger club, um, is, a, is a question to... To be pondered, I yeah, and I think I think the one thing that you know we would like to point out over here, Raul. I mean, the one thing that you know has come to the fore is the fact that what kind of pressure and commercial pressure football is facing, and the commercial pressure of having spent so much of money, the the kind of of, of returns that are expected are almost like Superman like. It's hugely important, you know, when you spend money to to get success. Um, 
you know, it's hugely important uh, to move the club forward. And I think that Everton are, are languishing in the bottom three of the table. Um, there's no way that they should be there with the players that they have um, and the amount of money that they've spent. And that just goes to show you that that is on the manager. That's on the manager. OK, so that's 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 football. Continuing from football, uh, Ronaldo again is the FIFA player of the year. I mean, is is... I don't see, at least for the next two years or three years probably, Rahul, anybody else, you know, except a Messi or a Ronaldo winning it. So it's been there, it's been there a decade, so as to say, because the last time somebody won it was, was Kaka back in like 2005, 2006. It's a bit boring, isn't it? Quite frankly, I mean, I, does anybody really care? I don't really care. Um, I don't think anybody should care. Uh, Ronaldo and Messi swapping the uh, you know footballer of the year over and over again. Um, it's it's boring. Um, I, I think that you know the they the, they're the two clubs that have really dominated football over the last five years, uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid. So it makes perfect sense that one of their players um, is footballer of the year. Um, however, I do feel sometimes that footballers of the year, they miss uh, the amount of impact that a player brings to a club rather than the reputation of that player. So, you know, uh, Ronaldo's won it again. Congratulations, Ronaldo, but I don't care. <laughs> okay, so it's okay, but I mean, come on. I mean, the, the guy, you know, footballers, don't, no matter how much we say, Rahul, it's a team sport, it's a team sport, it's a team sport, but it's a sport about individual brilliance also. And, you know, that's what people pay big money to. That's what people pay big money to go and watch. I have no I have no arguments about that. I, I think it's fine. Um, but I'm bored of it, so I don't care. Okay, so maybe we need to find a new footballer to keep your interest going. And I, I don't see anybody else. Quite frankly, a, a footballer of the year competition or selection where... You know, there were two or three players who could possibly win it rather than, you know, two guys saying, oh, you know what, this year you have it. No, 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 don't worry, you have it. It's a bit dull. Okay, so we let's find a new footballer. And uh, Formula One, Rahul, is becoming a little more predictable also. Lewis Hamilton, he's on the verge of a fourth title. And, I mean, the way he's going, it'll be difficult to stop him even next year or the year after that or the year after that. Absolutely, he's got time on his side, isn't he? I mean, he's 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 a young man. He's hungry. Um, he's obviously extremely talented. Um, I think he's got his head together, um, and uh, you know you can really see him dominate the sport for years to come. Um, why not? Uh, he's got the best car. The car is, um, I think, at the peak of its performance. Uh, the team is extremely well run, and uh, you know Lewis is is miles ahead of everybody else at this stage. And, and at such a young age to have won, if he does get over the line, he, he, he obviously probably will. Um, yeah, I think and the one thing that, you know, was the criticism of, of, of Lewis Hamilton, which he seems to have got together, Rahul, like you rightly said, is his head. You know, he's, he seems to have got his act together as far as temperament is concerned. And that's made a huge difference. Yeah, he's, he's matured now. He's, um, uh, I think he's, he's a consummate sort of professional. He's, he's an excellent race car driver. Um, he knows the sport. He knows the ins and outs of it. He doesn't panic if he, if he doesn't uh, get over the line uh, early on in the season. But he's consistent enough. And I, I think that, you know, he's going to reap those rewards. And, and, and you know, uh, he's been stellar this, this, this season. That he has, Raul. And uh, I think that's all we have time for. With just one last word of congratulations to the Indian hockey team, which which won the Asia Cup, and uh, you know it could it could be the coming together, but I'm not so sure about them against the European teams yet. 
You know, I would love to see them beat the European team. I think that that, that India have been the best uh, team in Asia for for a couple of years now. But I, I still think that they need to test themselves against the Europeans um, t- for us to see exactly how good they are. Absolutely, Raul. So we will leave it at that. We will leave you in Zurich to enjoy the Swiss hospitality, the Swiss chocolates and everything else. Thank you very much, sir. We shall see you and we shall speak to you next week. Yes, thanks, Summer. For all our listeners out there, this is all that we have on Just Sports. Like we say, if it's a penalty, if it's a goal, if it's a hole-in-one, we'll cover it for you. Thank you very much for listening. Happy Diwali once again. And we'll be back next week. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.